This is a Voice It podcast. I'm KLG and each episode I'll bring to you different stories from business people across the UK on It's Your Business. Everyone has a story to tell. Why not voice it? Voiceitpr.com. Hello and welcome to this episode of It's Your Business with me, KLG, and today's guest is Amanda Robinson, and Amanda's a health coach. Now, in January, it's all the rage, isn't it? Health and well-being, but it should be something all the year round. So it's quite pertinent that today we've got Amanda in the studio, but we're not just going to talk about Amanda being a health coach. We're going to talk about how she got there as well. And then a little bit about burnout, workplace well-being, that kind of thing. Are you up for that? I am indeed. Let's do it. Good, good, good. So Amanda Robinson, health coach. Where did it all start? You've not always been a health coach. I haven't, no. So my background is actually tech and I've been in business for 30 years. So going back to 2016, I was 43 then and I'd had my little boy, Harry. So Harry was born in 2016, 2017 moved home. And then in 2018, I can only describe it as I crashed. So my health really suffered and it suffered in a number of ways. It was picking up infection after infection. But there were long lingering infections, not the infections that you just get over quite quickly and move on. And I'd clear one infection and the next one would land. My hair was falling out. I was absolutely exhausted. And I put this down to being a head of tech in an e-commerce business back then. So tech's 24-7, 365. E-commerce tech is 24-7, 365. So it was intense. So there I am in 2018. I've got my two-year-old son, I've moved home, and I'm in a pretty bad way. And I've been to the doctors, and the doctors ran a number of tests on me, but concluded normal. I knew I wasn't normal. Mm. And I was at my wit's end, really, then, because I was stuck. Where do I go? What do I do? And a friend of mine mentioned a nutritionist that she'd been working with and had received some good feedback from other people about. So I embarked on a journey with a nutritionist and I received some phenomenal results. It it was unreal. And my health started to return. My hair started growing. I wasn't picking up all these infections that was picking up back in the early part of the year. And I was absolutely mesmerized by it. It was a long journey. It wasn't a short journey. It was a long journey. There's no quick fix, I think, when it comes to health. But I became fascinated. And on reflection, I thought, what have I done here? And really, I changed my lifestyle. And I became fascinated in the theory that of let food be thy medicine, as Hippocrates is famous for saying. So became really interested in this and thought, right, maybe there is a thing here. Maybe food is medicine. You know, I've gone to my doctors. They couldn't help me. I changed my lifestyle. I started to eat well. I started to look after myself, really invested in my health and well-being beyond nutrition. Um, and, yeah, and, and so I found this thing and I thought, right, I really, really like this. I'm really into it. But I've also completely transformed my own health. And everybody needs to know 
that it's possible to do. I couldn't be the only person in the world in that position of feeling absolutely dreadful. And I felt my work was suffering. I felt my relationships were suffering and, you know, family, friends, everything was suffering. And yeah, so I just wanted to go on this journey to help other people, preferably avoid getting to where I'd got to. But if I couldn't help people avoid getting to that point, then certainly help them to get out of that position of being stuck and not really knowing what to do and and where to go. So uh, over 20 years in tech, would you describe what you had then as burnout? Yes, on reflection, absolutely burnout, yeah. At the time, I didn't know what it was. I just thought I was poorly and I didn't know why I was poorly. But on reflection, absolutely burnout. And and what is burnout? How do you actually define burnout? If someone's sitting listening to this now and they go, gosh, I keep being ill and I keep going socks and I'm okay. How would you define burnout? Yeah, that's a really good question. So burnout for me was extreme exhaustion. It was not really enjoying much about my work life or my home life. It, It was all consuming. And, yeah, just losing that sort of lust for life and and lust for my role back then as well. So I really worked hard and I was always very enthusiastic and very passionate about everything I put my hands to. Whatever project it was, I was in, um, all in. And I started to lose that and I just wasn't really feeling that sort of passion and drive for it anymore. Um, and as I say, relationships as well, they were starting to suffer. It was becoming quite a, I can only describe it as quite a lonely place, really. Where yeah. it, And because it, there wasn't anything specific, I take the infections and things like that out of it for a minute. But the way I was feeling in my head and my state of mind, because it wasn't a specific thing or a specific il- illness, you sort of didn't want to bother anybody about it because it felt like it was nothing, you know. And like I say, at the time, I didn't really see it. It's now on reflection that I think, actually, that was a very, very lonely place back then. I didn't talk about it. I didn't ask for help. Um, And, yeah, so I think perhaps becoming insular, you know, not talking about these things, not enjoying your work or your home life as much as you used to do, and just really losing that lust for life, I think, as well as, like I said, the medical side of it as well with the infections and things like that. If you were saying all these things to the doctor, it sounds a lot like someone with depression, for example. Yeah. I could imagine a lot of people work really hard, go to the doctor, say these things and get told that they've got depression when maybe they've got burnout. This is it. And that's the scary thing. I think exactly that, that, you know, I could have ended up on antidepressants and who knows how long I'd be on them for, you know, when actually... What I did was invest in my health and my well-being, and I really invested in it. I started to realise that actually I was more important than anything. And I know that sounds really selfish, but it's not. It's important because if if I'm not there, then who's there to look after my son? Who's there to run around and play with my son at the weekends and things like that? You know, so so I I sort of almost rather than invest in everything and everybody else. I invested in me. And it's essential because, you know, I think going back to your point, yeah, absolutely. I could have been diagnosed with depression and I could be on antidepressants right now, you know, all these years later. And that's a common scenario. 
So because you decided to take action for yourself, which very commendable, to be honest, because a lot of people probably wouldn't, wouldn't know where to start. And of course, people like you that have gone and done that, you've gone and got qualifications in it. You've really, really invested not only in yourself, but actually now in your future business. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. Because thinking about the reflection piece, because I couldn't see it at the time, it, it wasn't really a thing. But on reflection, I thought, wow, that was incredibly lonely. It was a very sad place to be. Don't get me wrong, if you saw me back then, you wouldn't have thought, oh, Amanda looks very sad. She looks very introverted. You know, you, you mm. probably wouldn't have noticed any difference. But in my own thoughts, it was a very lonely place. So for me, once I'd been on my own journey and realized that there's an alternative route to improving your health, whatever that means for you, then I felt I had to go on this mission to help other people because I really don't want people to get to where I got to. And I know I can help them either not get to that point or if they are at that point, give them tools and enhance their own toolkits to help them get out of that situation that they're in. And and so, yeah, I became uh, interested in the whole holistic health uh, culture and I retrained and became a health coach, studied with the College of Naturopathic Medicine in London and graduated with a health coach diploma in 2021. Mm-hmm. I set up Health Steps and uh, yeah, now I'm on that path and I, and I feel it is the right path. You know, a lot of people have talked to me and said, why are you leaving tech behind? You know, it's a well-paid industry. You've reached a senior level. Are you sure you're doing the right thing? But I actually feel like I've found my path now. And my path is now to help other people invest in and and change really to help them thrive. So is your target market busy business people or is it anybody? Helping people like I was back in 2018 is absolutely a thing and something I want to invest in because I can speak from experience and I think that helps from a trust perspective and yeah I think people will just have more confidence in knowing that they're dealing with somebody who's been there and seen it. Having said that a couple of my clients recently have been clients in their 60s and what they're saying to me is they're wanting to head into retirement and they're actually um, business owners. So not necessarily full retirement, but stepping back from day to day operation within the business and letting other people run the businesses for them. But they're wanting to get themselves on the right foot to allow them to thrive through that sort of winding down retirement phase of their life. And why not? You know, what a great place to be in, you know. Go into the retirement phase positive, active and as healthy as you possibly can be. That is a wonderful place to be. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So so that's interesting that I've had a couple of clients in that bracket. And and it's a great uh, demographic as well, I think, because it's such a big change, isn't it? Stepping back from your day to day. Such a transition for people. I think yeah. having a coach that's a health coach, and I think the name, by the way, Health Steps is great. You feel like you're taking the right steps. I think that would actually be a great avatar to target at personally, those kind of people initially, because they've been through everything you've been through. 
people who are taking early retirement will be at that stage that you were at. And yeah, I I think that's great, actually. What are your feelings on health and well-being at work? Do you think employers nowadays are investing enough into it or are they still ticking boxes with tickling it a little bit and saying we're doing x y and z and are you like me I don't want to make this a leading question but I personally think there should be a little bit more in the workplace for health and well-being because if you look after your employees they're not off sick they're more motivated they're all of these things. How do you feel about that workplace well-being and are we doing enough? Absolutely. I agree with uh, some of the points there. I think tick boxing is a concern for me because it can't be a tick box. You know, people's health is far greater than a, a tick box and it needs to be authentic. So I think you've got to want to do it as opposed to just feel that you are ticking that box because somebody says, investing in health and well-being is a good thing. I think it needs to be at the culture of the business and everybody at that top level needs to be fully on board to ensure it's a success. For me as well, I think looking at the position that the NHS is in right now, I think we all play a part in helping with that. And, you know, health coaching extends well beyond movement and nutrition. So it is about nailing those issues that that fester at work, whether that be with your boss or the person who sits next to you, whoever it is, whether it's a family member. You know, and I think we all need to step up a gear and support the NHS with that because it's our health and we own our health. The GP doesn't own my health. I own my health. So the more we can do across businesses, and communities to really, really strengthen that message, then the better for everybody, I think. Talking now about nutrition, you've also changed nutritionally. You said you had someone help you with that. How has that benefited you? Oh, hugely. Um, I can tell now. So we've just come out of Christmas, haven't we? And like everybody else, I've had a great time over Christmas and I've indulged in all the things that we love at Christmas and why not? But I can tell now. I, I can tell. I can feel it physically. I know when I've overindulged and my body tells me when I've overindulged. But do you know what? I think we've got to enjoy life as well, haven't we? There's a balance and we've got to enjoy those things in life. And if that's indulging at Christmas, absolutely go for it. But what health coaching does and what I've learned through my own experience is I have tools in my toolkit that help me just get back on board much more quickly than I would have done if I'd not gone on that journey and really focused and worked with an expert on the nutrition side. If I was delving into your toolkit, what would I find there? So in the toolkit and nutrition wise, what we tend to do is we'll start to look at your journals so I'll be asking you to journal all of your food and your drinks your timings and how you're feeling before you're eating and and after and then once we've done that and we've got a bit of data to look at there I'm then feeding back on what I would consider to be healthy swaps so There might be things like the obvious one, I think, for most people would be the carbs. So swapping out white carbs for complex carbs. So a good example would be swapping out a white potato for a sweet potato or something like that. And then 
looking at other areas as well, looking at the macros. So I'm a big believer in that we need to eat fat. And I think most people have been brought up to fear fat. Mm. And There's a whole generation that hate fat, isn't there? Yes. One of them. Absolutely. And I think margarine's a classic example, isn't it? Of being a, a lady of a certain age, mm. I was brought up to believe that butter was terrible. You know, it was going to clog all your arteries and you'd get a heart attack and you must go on to margarine. And my granddad used to say back then, avoid that thing at all costs. It's close to plastic. And we all used to say, Oh, be quiet, Grandad. What do you know? You can't produce these products if they've not been tested and verified and things like that. And now I think if I could just get one minute to say to him, Grandad, you're absolutely spot on with your theory on margarine. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's that's TV advertising for you as well, isn't it? Very clever marketing. It was all low fat when I was younger as well. Same as you. Low fat this, low fat that. But what they didn't tell us was they were ramming it with sugar to give it some flavour. You know, yeah, absolutely. So so looking at macros and looking at proteins, fats, carbs, making sure it's um, the complex carbs rather than the refined carbs and, and things like that. I'm really just trying to get the body into that sort of fat burning mode rather than burning glucose for energy, for instance. So but there is a line um, from health coaching perspective, then there is a line when it comes to nutrition. So I'm not a nutritionist. A nutritionist studies for three years and a health coaching course is 12 months. So I do have a scope of practice when it comes to nutrition. And one of the things that I can't do, for example, that a nutritionist can do is I can't prescribe supplements and things like that. The good thing about health coaches is you can refer on to if you felt that they needed that additional uh, nutritionist coach couldn't you yeah that's right and and that's why I picked the name health steps actually because for me when I looked at my journey it was just that it was a series of steps it wasn't just one direction either it wasn't just up the steps it was you know up two steps back one and and that's okay like I've talked about Christmas there you know I'm back five or six steps that's all right but I can get back to the same step I was on much quicker than I, I could do had I not worked with an expert and invested in my own health and and started on that journey. So, yeah, yeah. I I do love the name Health Steps for that reason, I must admit, yeah. Yeah, it's great when you love the name of your business. I I think it sounds fab, Health Steps. It just says what it is, doesn't it? Yeah. Something else that I wanted to ask you, and a lot of people who listen to the podcast are entrepreneurs, they've started their own business, and some people are just thinking of starting their own business. So we know what you did, we know why you did it and how you got there and and now what you provide. But starting a new business, what have been the positives and negatives of that for you? Because it's it's not an easy journey being an entrepreneur. And we were talking about loneliness earlier on. You felt lonely inside and you were in e-commerce in a big business. So this is a separate kind of loneliness, I guess. So how do you overcome that? I've asked you a million questions at once now. That's <laughs> a very good interviewing. So let, let's go back to first. The first step there was about the um, negatives and positives of starting a new business from your perspective. So I was really naive, I must admit. 
I graduated and thought, right, okay, let's go and get the clients. Amazing. They're going to drop out the sky and they're going to want to know all about health coaching. They're going to sign up on the program with me. Let's go. How wrong was I? <laughs> so, so that didn't happen. What did happen, though, was a number of people talked to me about networking. And I thought, no, no way, never, not for me. I'm not doing networking. It's for salespeople. And I'm not a salesperson. It makes me cringe. I don't want to do that. So I didn't do it. And then more and more people kept talking to me about networking. And I was still stood there, heels dug in firmly. No, I'm not doing it. Six months had passed and I hadn't received any contacts from anybody about health coaching. So I thought, right, okay, these people that are talking to me about networking are running businesses. They're fairly successful businesses as far as I can see. I need to listen to these people. So I signed up to a networking group. And from that point on, things have changed. So for me, I would say, I'm going back to that point on loneliness as well. It's what that's done for me is it's created a network of people that I can call on for both business reasons, but also if I just want to run an idea past somebody or have a chat with somebody about something. So, yeah, so I think don't do what I did. And that is sit in your office at home waiting for the clients to drop out the sky because it's not going to happen. Get out there and network. And the other thing on networking, so that negative perception I had of networking, it's actually been amazing. I've met so many people. I mean, yourself included, Kath, you know, we met at a networking event and I've made some contacts that I know that I'll be in touch with probably for the rest of my life. So yeah, you, you absolutely need to create that network. I totally agree with you. You've got to do it. And when you said, I'm not a salesperson, I used to think that. And then you go, actually, everyone's a salesperson. We're selling ourselves now Yeah, you know, in business. Yeah. It, it's a form of sales. So you've just got to get out there and do it. And, yeah, I underpin what you've just said. It's not as hard as you think to walk in. Everyone knows or oh, they, they've done it for the first time as well, so they know how you're feeling. You're just having a chat with people. And if you can't chat with people and you're in a people or a public-facing or a one-to-one -one client-facing type of role, well, you shouldn't maybe be in that role. because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I do believe that getting out networking as many events as you can, find the one that fits with you. And and they are very, very supportive. And I do think, especially here in Lancashire, they are such good, supportive people when you start in business. I mean, there's always people say, oh, I'll help you with that. Or can you help me with that? And I'll help you with that. And it's, it is. It's really supportive. So that's great. Don't sit for six months expecting things to happen. You've got to make it happen. And no matter what people say, oh, I set up a business and it's doing great and it's doing this and that, behind the scenes, they've done a lot of work. They really have. Now, you touched on a programme. So can you quickly tell me about that before you finish? What programme do you offer to people so that anyone listening knows all about it? Yeah, so if I think about one-to-one -one coaching, then I offer a one-to-one -one health coaching package that spans 10 weeks and it involves an initial health review 
and it's a very, very in-depth review. So it's time that you'll never get with any medical expert in the healthcare system. And I literally review from head to toe. I look at your health now. We look at your health as a child. We go right back to childhood. We look at what you ate as a child because we're looking at certain behaviours and habits that have formed and why they may have formed and and therefore how are we going to break those habits down and change those habits moving forward. So um, starts with that very thorough review, which usually lasts around 90 minutes. And then from there on, it's weekly check-ins. And they can happen over Zoom, over the phone. Um, I, I offer in person if it's local. There is an additional cost for that, though. So it's a 10-week programme. And some of the results that I've achieved from that have just been amazing. You know, people are completely different by the end of it. And not only that, but it's the fact that the, the things we're talking about are sustainable habitual changes. So it's things that last your lifetime. Mm. It's not a program where you rock up for 10 weeks, you do the program and then that's it, it's finished, you've achieved your result. That then continues into the future. Yeah. So one of my clients who completed the program earlier in 2022 started working with him in February, it was the 1st of February 2022 actually, for the same program. He is still absolutely smashing his health goals and he's never looked better. He looks amazing. And he's one of the, the people that I was talking about who's in his 60s as well. So he's heading into stepping back from his business in the best possible place he can be. So that's a, a flavour of the programme that I offer. I am working on to launch in this quarter, actually. I'm working on a group programme. So that'll be an evergreen online programme. And it's four weeks and it it's just making it a little bit more accessible to all. So it'll be online. I'll be dropping content every week for four weeks. And I'll also be offering a, a weekly check-in as well with people in the group. Fabulous. Well, I wish Health Steps all the best. I hope it's in great health, it's whole life. And how do people get in touch with you, Amanda, if they want to? Yep. So I've got a website, which is healthsteps.co.uk. I'm also on social media. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. And I've also ventured into TikTok, Kath. Oh, <laughs> yeah. dances on TikTok. Healthy dances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, not quite. Maybe that's a thing for 2023, though. Um, I think so everyone I, who finishes your program after the 10 weeks have got to do a healthy jig on your TikTok. There's something for you. <laughs> love that idea. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm also on LinkedIn as well. Amanda Robinson on LinkedIn. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today. I've really enjoyed that. Thank you for listening to this episode. I'll see you next time. Voiceitpr.com.